Greetings, readers. This is the Recap Book Chat. We are thrilled that you're with us because reading illuminates your life like a star. As J.R.R. Tolkien said, little by little, one travels far. And welcome to the Recap Book Chat. We are so glad that you're with us. We are diving into The Book Woman's Daughter by Kim Michelle Richardson, which uh, was copyrighted to 2022. So I think this might be the earliest time. I mean, we do classics, you know, so this yeah. is really fast for us. I, thank yeah. you. I need to thank Jana uh, Knowlton, my principal, for getting this book to me. I didn't buy this book. I read hers and I flagged all the quotes and stuff. So I appreciate it. See, I yeah. don't buy every book I read, but just most of them. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know. Um, I had missed that there was even a second one out. So I, I heard that from you after Jana had told you that. So, and so this is the sequel to the book woman of Troublesome Creek, which I think we did a podcast, which I'll link that the one that we did earlier uh, maybe is that a year or so ago yeah, we did that one was, that was your friend was with us that did the bookmarks the bookmark woman yes so i will link to that in the show notes the book woman of troublesome creek our previous um podcast it was that funny we did because that. i had two friends Jana and cynthia and they both read the book and they both recommended it Jana said she liked the first one better cynthia said she liked the second one better so of course I had to read it to find out, you know. So and which one did you thoughts? like better? Better, better. <laughs> which one did you like better? Well, I gave it four stars. This one, okay. uh, I know. Just call me Kate. I, <laughs> just, uh, uh, usually, I usually it. you're five stars. All the way. I know. I'm always five star. Uh, I thought it had a lot more strong language in it, and it was pretty mm. emotional read. And I know the first one is too, but. Um, it's usually hard to beat the original. So tell me why that you uh, you liked the first one better. Well, because the first one was the original one. Okay. And, and we learned all that about the book woman, how they delivered books and all that. Uh, but I did talk to my friend Cynthia why she liked it better. And she said that it ended on a better note, she thought. Okay. I could see that. She thought the ending was strong. The other one ends and it's sad. Mm-hmm. Cussie and um, her husband. Jackson? Yeah. But um, I, my, my, what was your thought? I mean, I was going to say my big takeaway on this was, it's a big takeaway. Okay. So I gave it four and a half stars. You know, it was really well done it was a great read I think it was a great sequel to the first one um and it was a story that I didn't even think about would continue on so this is the story that follows um and it's called the book woman's daughter but if you've read the first one you know that um she one of her patron patrons had a baby and then died in childbirth and this is the baby so um it's it's her story and she's 16 at the beginning i think right and her parents are in jail and her parents are in jail mm-hmm. yeah. 
So it's her journey and, and still dealing with the prejudice of the blues. Um, but this book really, I felt focused more on women's rights and the book woman focused more on like prejudice. And so, um, and not that it wasn't valid, especially during this time period. This is in Kentucky and, um, is it the forties? Well, she picks up where her mom left off. And so she's delivering. Oh, fifties. Yeah. 1953. Okay. Cause they're drinking Coca-Cola. That's right. So this, and I think she brings to light a lot of um, interesting things that we didn't know about during that time and laws that did discriminate against women and things like that. So, um, but I I don't know if you've ever heard the saying, the more things change, the more they stay the same mm -hmm. because the, the bad guy and this is Perry Gillis and injustice and ignorance go together. And that's still true today. Ooh, that is true. I mean, he beats his wife. He doesn't. And um, Honey, say, Honey is the uh, bookwoman's daughter. She saves, she goes down in a well, saves his boy, and he hates her. Mm-hmm. And he hates his wife. And he, but you know, you got to think, he hates himself. Yes, that's so true. My big takeaway on this was uh, the rooster. <laughs> There's a rooster in here. I said, who needs a watchdog? I think everybody needs a rooster. Uh, That was fascinating. Yes. Tell about that. Well, and I even did an epitaph for Perry. Here lies Perry Gillis so mean. In him, no kindness could be seen. (laughs) (laughs) But this rooster is a, a pet to this girl who's a little different. And she... Like he he's on her shoulder as she walks through town and all that. So he's protective of her. Yeah, and so this girl has an aunt who works in the coal mine. I that's one thing I wasn't aware of. If your husband died, then you work in the coal mine. Mm-hmm. That was so sad. And then Perry was so mean to her, and uh, how bad they. If you were a woman with no scruples, you were treated nicely. But if you mm-hmm. had some scruples, they didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And she kept giving this rooster sunflower seeds, sunflower seeds, and when Perry uh, slapped her, or uh, you know, that rooster took him down. Yeah, I mean, what, that was epic. That was, that was epic. Epic. And in that moment, I was like, "What in the world just happened?" Because he's supposed to be a big, strong, strapping fellow. He's the bully. He's mm-hmm. the town bully. And a rooster took him down. I mean, he's in the hospital. Yeah. So that was. I, woo, that was. It. And did you see. Did you read her acknowledgments? Oh, I did not. Okay. Because uh, I thought that was funny. Um, I'm trying to find it now. She acknowledged. Like at the. She was going through all of her acknowledgments. And thanking everyone. And she's thanking her husband. And uh, she calls him. Yeah, Joe. To Joe, my love and a Tommy in your own right. For decades, you worked selflessly and tirelessly helping countless women survivors obtain justice. This one is for you. A compassionate man, husband, father, and best friend. I, as always, you never once waver when you heard the call of the abrupt ooh-ooh, which is the, what the girl signals the 
rooster to yeah. fight. And I love you always like salt loves meat. So anyway, Aww. you're uns- so yeah. So he so that was her her nod to her husband was the <laughs> was the fighting rooster who protects women. I thought that was cool. I have two quotes. This is Booksel save you my troubled heart new. And that was I thought Booksel save you my troubled heart new. I thought that helped honey her parents are incarcerated. She's running and the reason she's running from the ch- the children's home, she doesn't want to be put in a workplace. If they put her in this workhouse, she'll stay there. Well, and see, that didn't make sense either. But, of course, so a lot of things the government does doesn't make sense. They want her, the, if she goes there, she has to be there for until she's 21. I don't I get know. that. I know. Yes, why you wouldn't be, if you're considered an adult at 18, why would, anyway. If, and then here's another one that I really like. Uh, Though Mama and I were the last of the blues, the very last of our kind, and different from others, the books united every one of us. Mm, that is good. That. That's great. And, oh, did you get this quote? This is a good one. She, Mama had always said, you can't be angry and smart at the same time. <laughs> oh, that is, is good. That, good. that is good. You cannot be angry and smart. If you think about that, that's true. That's very true. And that's what she, at one point, she was angry. She said, but I need to be smart. So that's really, you can't think. You can't think when you're angry, clearly. And and I love how uh, Richardson brought in, okay, so she didn't have her dad and mom, but Richardson, the author, you know, she brought in new friends for her. She had Bonnie, the coal miner, Pearl, the fire tower lookout, and Amara, the frontier nurse, and um, Retta, the aged mountain woman. All different. And mm-hmm. they all brought something different to Honey. That's a, that's a great point. And I thought that was the epitome of camaraderie. And she showed that in different ways, you know. But at that time, for any woman to stand up to a man, uh, you had to be brave. Because... They wanted to put her in the home, and these people helped her avoid that. That's true. And and I would also point out that even though, so all those, like, she definitely needed all those women to for support and for help, and they did, they all kind of banded together. But I would like to point out there were really good men that helped her, too. So her lawyer was yeah. a man, and he was he was a good man. And, and there the was a and the, the doctor, doctor was through. a good man, yes, mm-hmm. and and drove countless hours. And I actually like the doctor better in book two than in book one. I agree. He evolved. He did. Yes. So I'm glad you brought that out because in book one, I never really, I wasn't sold on him. Oh, but and then his wife is a good part of that. He, his first wife had died, and he married this what what country? A was Swedish, she? I think. And book woman started giving her uh, books, and she's so hospitable. And I think she changed the doctor. That is a great point. He was he was kind of a weaker man, but he wanted to do the right thing in the first one, yes. you know. But he struggled with that, and I think you're right. His wife helped help support him to do the right thing, and so it wasn't even a question in the second book. So, and uh, one time uh, I think it was Pearl who she's really gutsy because uh, she goes up to the fire tower and there's a message that she needs to get out. 
Nobody so wait, explain who Pearl is. Pearl is the uh, fire tower lookout. And, you know, like you were saying, uh, this kind of connects to um, the Crawdad book because there was a fire tower in that. And apparently they lived in these fire, fire towers. That's hard to say. I, I have a really good quote. Uh, it's from Pearl, the fire tower lookout. And it says, you can kill the one under the bed but there are always a few more in the back of the closet. And she's talking about monsters. She said, we mm -hmm. all face monsters. And you can kill the one under the bed, but there's always uh, a few more in the back of the closet. And uh, I thought, ooh, that's powerful. That is powerful. And it's good to be aware, you know. And even when, honey, she's, she's trying to get emancipation. She's trying to get her freedom through the courts where she doesn't have to go to the reform the reformatory and all that and her her lawyer does tell her too like even if you do get this you still are blue so you're still not fully you know you still basically the same thing there's still going to be people that are hunting you even if it's not the government it's going to be prejudiced people so and uh she it, the her love of books i think of honey being raised by cussy I think she was probably just saturated with books. And one time she said, uh, I pick up a book, rubbed its warm cover, worn cover, fan through the pages, marveling over the power you could get from books. Mm. So, I mean, she doesn't have her mom. She does have a support group. And then she has her love of books. And that goes to my favorite quote, which the original book woman had told her Patreon and then it got told back to honey and this is the quote faith is the bird that feels the light and sings when the dawn is still dark as long as you have the books y'all uh books you'll always have the light Ooh, so good. that goes with what you're saying like even though her mom's not there she that love of reading is still like reminds her of her mom and gives her that comfort and well mr taft uh he said books can help Soothe all matters of the heart. Your mama taught me that. Mm. I think in this book, and this is why it's really good to read it after you've read the other one, because Cussie really didn't know the impact she made. That's a great point. And that is a great book, point. You see the impact. Which makes this, that, that elevates this book more, I think, now that you said that too. Because that, that is really cool and powerful. They, they had um, Miss Retta, which I think is the um, lady who had really babysat Honey while uh, Cussie delivered books. She, uh, I mean, it, there was some injustice, yes, in for Honey, but some was just stupidity. Because mm -hmm. Retta had said she wanted Honey to have her cabin and everything, but her nephew sold it. Yeah. And now that's not, that, that was not anything to do with injustice that was stupidity well it was injustice because he was a man and could do anything with it and she couldn't she didn't have any rights really and he was drinking though yeah I mean, really that was stupidity you know but even in that she said she missed retta but she said i'm grateful for the memories so i do like that she she does try to be grateful she tries to mm -hmm. find something oh and she i mean she's only 16 and she's saving up her money for a gravestone you know, like, 
Oh, and she did. Yeah. Oh, that was one. Yeah, oh. that was. And there's a little love interest there. Yes. Uh, in the store, which I really liked him, but I, for some reason I didn't write his name. Francis. Okay. I didn't like his name. Oh, that's why I didn't write Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, that's why. Francis. So. I kept saying, oh, please tell me that's not his Apologies name. to any Francis's out there listening. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course, it's a good name. <laughs> No, that's okay. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It, it reminds me of, uh, wasn't that Frank from the Seven Brides for Seven Brothers? Yes, yeah. Frankincense. He was Frankincense. Oh, yeah. But there's a Francis Tuckett uh, from Gary Paulson. He wrote Mr. Tuckett, and his name was Francis. Francis mm. Tuckett. So I think at one time it was more of a boy's name than now. Probably. Yes. But I, um, and at the end, it, it had a quote that the judge even had a connection with her mother which was cool yeah yeah because he said he was moving down the wrong path to the house of reform your mother changed all that with books i don't think we realize the power of books speaking of the judge so he kind of let the other side has kind of a corrupt sheriff and a lot of um ignorant prejudiced people on the other side and but in he was letting them go on at the beginning and I was kind of, I didn't, I didn't know his stance, but then I'm like, I'm, do you think that he was giving them enough rope to hang themselves? Ooh, well, I hadn't thought about it. I just did not like him. I was just like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Because here's the thing about that. Here's the situation. What is she getting like $90 a month? Mm-hmm. And they want to put her, if she's taking care of herself, totally. Exactly. And she's a working member of society, and then they're going to do this. I said, oh, I don't it, know. It, it doesn't make any sense. Except they were prejudiced, and they probably wanted to sterilize her and do a bunch of stuff because of her, because she was a blue. I never thought about that. He probably was. He was probably giving them enough room to hang himself. Because if you think about it, because that's what, because he, he let him talk at the beginning. And but when it came time for them to counter, they they couldn't say anything. And then he's like, "Oh, okay." So, but if he hadn't given them enough rope at the beginning, you know what I'm saying? So that they, could be a lesson for us, you know. Really, yeah. Let people, you know, because the truth will come out. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes we don't want to do that. We just want to, you know, you know, we don't want to let everybody talk. But the truth's gonna, the truth and light go together. Absolutely. And honey was in the right. So I think that there's a, and there's a there's a you know listen first, and uh, listen to understand before you are understood. And I think I think you're right. I think if we do that, then some things will kind of solve themselves. Because then it's like okay, well now you've said all this, so prove it. Well, so. and Bonnie had a good quote. She was the coal mining girl. She said, "We women don't always have to work harder than men." than the men just smarter mm-hmm. and she was living that out but she was gutsy but that nurse was gutsy because when uh perry gillis came in there he was ranting and raving and he'd beat up his wife and that nurse told him you get out because she was doctoring the wife remember yeah yeah i mean she stood up to him so at that time in kentucky the women were seen as property of the husband so basically, they could, if you know, you could beat the guitar out of them, and nothing's really gonna, because that's your property. 
which I thought that was pretty predictable about what happened to um, Perry Gillis's wife. I kind of did. Did you figure that out way before it was in the book and everybody can't find her? Yeah. I mean, I was kind of surprised that uh, she, 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 I mean, it wasn't any, everybody knew where she was. I'm like, yeah, that was very predictable. And that was my takeaway, I guess, is that it's hard to do the right thing. And it can be deadly for others if you don't. So. But I, uh, what was her name? Uh, Guy LeMay. Yeah. Guy LaBelle. Guy LaBelle was Perry Gillis's wife. And apparently he wasn't a very faithful husband anyway. But he just did not want her to get any books. And that's why I put that injustice and ignorance go together. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you, you already have your mind made up. So why would you want to read? Mm-hmm. So you've got to stay ignorant so you can embrace injustice, don't you think? Absolutely. And I think that's that should be a red flag. If someone is preventing you from learning, like there's, you know, that's a sign. That's that's a red flag. So, because like you said, the truth, it the truth wants to be under under the microscope because it'll show truth. Yeah. So, if you, you know, if you, the truth, let it, yeah. If someone wants to question it, yeah, question, question the heck out of it. But he. Because remember, he, he looked right at Honey and he said, don't you bring her any books. And then mm-hmm. uh, Bell, she got around and she said, please bring me some. Yeah. And so Honey's torn. She doesn't yeah. know what to do, you know. But I was just like, uh whoa i i was really right off the bat you know he's a scoundrel because she went down into the well saved the boy and he's mad at her Mm -hmm. for touching him because she's blue and she's really not blue like cussy she's just her hands yeah but i was thinking well when your prejudice is so blind you know it blinds you actually yeah. So injustice and ignorance go together. So. And I don't know why she wears the gloves because everyone knows she's blue. But I guess not. I guess not everybody. Maybe I'm not sure. And then it does darken when she gets upset or something. That and Cussie had that too. Yeah. And uh, and kudos to Doc because Doc works hard to get her to see her mom. She just really wants to see her mom and. Uh, she does talk to her dad on the phone, uh, but I love, I still love Cussie because things are bad for her in prison, but she turns them around. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, you know, just like Joseph, when he was sold by his brothers and all that, he's in a strange land, but it turned, you know, God works through, but it takes time. Yeah. But then he ended up being second in command. That's true. Well, she ends up having a library in the prison. Mm-hmm. And and then you think, how many inmates' life here? I mean, that's a whole nother book. <laughs> yeah. She's probably going to do another one on that because I, I'm just saying, a lot of the people might be in prison for things like her that they haven't really done anything. They just didn't have any opportunities. Yeah. Yeah, they're in there for, and I, I was going to look that up, um, how do you say that law? Starts with an M. I can't remember, oh, yeah. but I, I don't have the book because I gave it back to Jana. But... It's a law against interracial marriages, That's right. and I think they said Kentucky was one of the last ones to change that. Mm. Actually, so that was interesting. 
so yeah i really wanted to get a rooster after and then here's the funny thing so i was so involved in this book when i was reading it so my brother called me and i talked to him about it and he said oh he said everybody has a rooster story and he his rooster story was um this and i fed the chickens when we were kids so i'm surprised he had a rooster story i didn't have a rooster story they didn't attack (laughs) me but the rooster attacked him which makes me think what was kyle doing you know yeah Makes because me he wonder. never attacked me. But anyway, he apparently brought blood, and he went and showed it to Dad, and Dad went out there and kicked that rooster. I mean, he sent him flying, and he brought blood on the rooster, and then Kyle said the rooster never bothered him again. Huh. And he said, I guess you might say Dad kicked some sense into the rooster. And then your dad said his rooster story was he had a pet rooster, and he fed him soda pop, and it followed him like a dog. And that was the only summer he had where his sister didn't wallop him because if his sister was going to beat him up, he would throw the rooster and say, go get her. <laughs> That's funny. And she was scared to death of the rooster. So I, well, I guess it's been going on a long time. Well, we have, we, we need to get rid of some roosters because the chickens keep having them and then they turn out to be roosters. So I think we have three roosters right now, but and I, 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 I I knock, I'm knocking on wood as I say that, but they have, we have not had any attacks yet. Really? So, yeah, they've been really good roosters as far as all that goes, and because the kids feed them and stuff like that. Um, but the funny, the funny thing is, we also have a, a male duck, and the male duck can whoop our rooster. <laughs> really? I've gone me. out there. Yeah, it's. It, I've gone out there thinking the rooster was dead. Because the duck had him down, was pulling out feathers, the duck. And I'm like, oh no, he killed our rooster. And I go out with a hose and spray him off, and then the rooster jumps up and then runs off. But I've seen it multiple times, the duck beat the tar out of the rooster. So <laughs> so maybe you're telling people, if you can't get a rooster, get a duck. <laughs> get a duck, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how that works, because you, they, you know, they don't well, have really that. sharp... Remember that old movie um, with Carrie, with, with, it was not Cooper. Who's the Cooper guy? Gary Cooper. Gary Cooper. And it's called Friendly Persuasion. And that little boy's mom has a goose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they were like, were they Puritans or something? But anyway, yeah. the goose will attack if you bothered the mom. And she, she wasn't ever struck to violence. But when the goose attacked a soldier that was at their house, she whopped him with a broom. <laughs> Leave the goose alone. He's a pet. But apparently, and I guess that was the male. I don't know. But yeah. Uh, but you know, this rooster wrote, was on this girl's shoulder mm-hmm. all through. You know, she he was calm. Yeah. So you might be surprised. You might think your roosters are calm, but if somebody bothered your boys, uh, they might attack. You they know? bite. Yeah. Yeah. You, That's you know, pretty cool. Have, yeah, they have the capabilities. It. it and I need to look up how she said that in the book. They she gave the ooh ooh or cuckoo. There's a certain thing that the little girl said that means hens in danger, and that's when that's when Tommy attacked. So, um, that was a climate. I mean, that would be so great. Uh, it would make a good movie because of that scene right there. That was the climax. I thought. I th- that one and the fire in the cab. That was pretty intense. So oh, yeah, when the fire in the tower, yeah, when the girls were trapped, the, the, they were trapped. They were people were trying to kill them. 
and they were in the cab and they started to fire and locked them in. So that was pretty. Oh, I forgot that about intense. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, oh, I, RC I mean, was another good guy. He oh, was another. That's true. Yeah. From the last one who used to be in the fire tower. He was a great guy. So. And, you know, I think this book can tell you too. Don't always go with, you know, uh, get the whole story. Don't just mm-hmm. get part of a story, you know. Because I think, yeah, like R.C. was told one thing by this man who wanted uh, Pearl's job. Yes. And then he gets the whole story. So kudos to R.C. Mm-hmm. But That's I really still good. remember, then flashback to the first book, when he got beat up by his wife's brothers or father or something, and Honey doctored him and gave him some roots and stuff. You mean Cussie? Like yeah. Cussie, yeah. Yeah. Yes. So... I'm just thinking the impact she had and it shows that. So you never, you, you, if you plant seeds of kindness, you will never regret it. Absolutely. Because all the people that, that Cussie helped, helped her girl. That, yes, that's very true. So it was heartwarming. There was a lot of language in it more than the first one, I thought. Uh, But there was probably more tension from the different, you know, kind of, it was tense. But like you said, the women right thing was in there. So. Mm-hmm. But I, I, uh, but it's a good read. I mean, I recommend it. I think I you'll learn it. a lot of history and background of Kentucky. And, and um, it's definitely one that makes you think too. So. And you can go pick out a rooster and you'll be good to go. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's a wrap on the book Woman's Daughter. We enjoyed it and we hope you do too. And we're so glad you stopped by, and we hope your book stack is growing and getting high. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that's good. That's good. Thanks for stopping by. We'll catch you on the next one.